Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. sweet friends. I'm so excited. We are talking today about abundance and the abundance mindset. And I want to talk about what it is, why abundance matters, and why it doesn't always come naturally to us, and also how to cultivate it. So simple, right? It's just going to be a quick and easy conversation. But I want you to understand that over the years, we've discussed mindset a lot on this podcast, right? And through my work in the Courageous Life Society and with my coaching clients, it's it's a lot. It's what we do. It's how we understand the world. And so so really our thoughts create our our view of the world, our mindset. And that mindset Those thoughts and emotions drive the action we take. And this is cognitive behavioral coaching at its finest, right? We know our thoughts matter. So Stephen Covey talked about the habits of abundance um, and really the abundance mentality in in his book, The The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which I think came out, why do I not do the research before to be like, okay, when did the book come out? Uh, It was in the 80s, late 80s sometime. Um, And he said like that the abundance mentality is a concept in which a person believes that they are enough for success or that there are enough resources to go around, to share with others. And, and really, it's, it's, it's contrasted with that scarcity belief or orientation or mentality. It's, it's founded on the idea that if someone gets something, that means that we won't get enough, that there is never enough to go around. That if someone wins or is successful in a situation, it means we'll lose. Right? Not considering that there's enough to go around in every situation. And so we understand that the way of seeing our lives in this way dominates what we think we can do, how we support others. It shows us that that we have to distrust or not believe and in others. And really all of this is driven by fear, right? When you feel a scarcity of love or courage, right? I, I always have to throw that in there, or confidence or money or goodness, a scarcity of light, of joy, of wealth, of freedom, you act from that scarcity. Remember, your thoughts create your actions. Actions from scarcity, well, it really looks like grasping and competitiveness and putting others down and grabbing and feeling that tightness and and, um, 
needing to prove it looks like consumerism, if I'm honest, and fighting for our place because there is never enough. Scarcity mindset tells us, it, it's really around those, those, the three main lies in our life. That we, you are what you have, so you gotta get more and more to become more and more. You are what others think of you, right? You are what you do, so you gotta climb. Scarcity looks like telling yourself that things will be better once you get the thing. It, it can't be good now. It's always around the corner. It's always at that next chapter. Scarcity mindsets usually always show up as cognitive distortions. So when we are in that abundant flow of thoughts, of energy, of emotions, we are really in that mindset of, of openness and expansion and growth. And so you've probably heard me talk about the negativity bias in our brains. And this is socialized, yes. I believe that um, we, we also are given these temperaments. I just recently had someone push back on this. It's my bestie says it's why bad things grab our attention and stick like Velcro and why good things slide off like Teflon. This starts out for many of us when we wake up and we're like, oh, this is gonna be a hard day, right? This is gonna be one of those days. Again, I'm gonna have so much to do, right? Not enough time. It's one of those days. All bad, right? We decide that if we've slept well or we'll have a good day or a bad day, we don't take the time to really examine our thoughts. You know, I, I swear the best thing you can do when you wake up every morning, whether you believe it or not, you're working on these thoughts, you're practicing these thoughts, is to say, today is going to be a good day. Today is going to be a good day. But most of us feel that dread. And it might for you come on a Sunday or it might, and about the work week ahead, or it might be every morning. Um, and we spend a lot of our time in the dialogue, in the stories of our minds, complaining and explaining and, and telling how hard it is, how hard this story is. Our minds then, on the other end, when we're going to bed, go through what we didn't accomplish, what we didn't do, what we didn't have time for. How, right? Now, I don't want to suggest that everybody feels this way at all. Those of us that have done the work, or perhaps you were born with this temperament that sees the glass half full, right? This is really the abundance, scarcity mindset in, in, in all its glory, right? I always give this example. Um, a scarcity mindset also is, it can be rooted in, in reality as well. My favorite story is when I went to France and I thought, I'll just learn the language when I get there. How hard can 
at B. Well, A, I'm dyslexic. So actually kind of hard. I can't hear. What I hear is jumbled sometimes. So that makes it even more challenging. It was, so, so yes, I, I really am abundant and have always felt that like, oh, right? And it makes life easier. But there were times in my life where that was ripped away from me. There was a time in my life when that was ripped away from me. And it had to do with trauma. So maybe it's socialized. Maybe you were born with a temperament and it was socialized into you to be that glass half empty. I can remember someone I grew up with, nothing was ever good enough for her. The class wasn't right. The person wasn't nice enough. And I remember thinking like, oof, that must be a hard way to go through life. I mean, this is in elementary school. Can this person ever be happy? And, and I think about that same person today. They've... So I, I, I think about like this idea of, of what we can and can't control. Think about it in terms of those big psychological theories that underpin that internal, that locus of internal versus external, intern, intrinsic versus. So where, where do we see what we can and can, can't control? Do we understand? Are we orienting to plenty versus lack, thinking big versus thinking small. You guys know that I don't teach SMART goals because I believe we have been socialized and trained all our life to constrain, to see scarcity in everywhere. And so when we go to set goals, the most, the biggest gift we can give ourselves is, is approach it from that abundant mindset. And it doesn't matter if you're going to make the goal. It's coaching yourself on the way to get to the goal, whatever that may be for you. So I want you to understand where this is showing up. Do you fear change? Do you embrace change? How is it showing up in your personal life, in your love life, in your love of your children? How is it showing up for you as it relates to um, your career, your business, what, what the narratives that surround what you can and can't achieve in the world? And so when we think about it, I often talk about wealth um as like not yes money but for me wealth is really abundance in all of its forms wealth of time a wealth of resources a wealth of love a wealth of courage right and so i want you to think about that what actions have you taken or not taken if you believe in this wealth of abundance I want you to test out some thoughts. Feel them on. I, I'm always like, try them on. 
feel what it feels like. Think it, practice it. There is enough for everyone. It, the best is always here. My clients are always coming. What if you had that thought? Not that they're not here now. What am I going to do? My business is failing. Like, I'm willing to sit and wait and take as much time as I need. This is always, everything in every way is working out for the best of all involved. When we live like there isn't enough, we live like we're always on the edge, right? Edge of that cliff. But when we live from the belief, from the mindset that there is always enough and we define what that is for us, we work for that in every area of our lives, whether we realize it or, or not. Now, I should say, like, I've always been a glass half full kind of person, but when my sister was born, my brain told me there wasn't enough love to go around, and I pretended like I couldn't see her. Like, I was two and a half. She came home from the hospital, and my mom wanted to go back to the hospital because I was like, I don't see. And my brain always also told me that there wasn't enough, that people were starving and going without. But when I change the definition of enough, when I found the courage to be part of a solution, when I understand that there is enough, if we all work together, there can be enough. There is enough if I serve, if I help my neighbor, there is enough and I will help others find it. The more I create abundance in my life, the more I can create abundance in others' lives. For me, this abundant mindset comes from thinking new thoughts, from telling myself a new story. The more others have, the more there is to help, the more there is to serve, the more money I make, the more I can give. Really, truly, that's that's my thought. I can have thoughts like, my time is abundant. And, and I want to say something controversial, but I just looked at the time, right? So, so we might not have time to go through this, but no, we're going to, I'm going to do a whole other podcast on, on time is money conversation. So just wait for that. It'll be next. But I want you to understand that you can change your mindset. You can change the orientation of your brain. It doesn't happen overnight. I would like you to know that, right? But if you are committed to abundance in every way, in every day, you change. We're doing the big leap in the Courageous Life Society in Camp Courage. And we say to ourselves, I create abundant success and love every day, and I inspire others to do the same. We know that our thoughts can change. So what would you want to think? You can create more abundance for yourself, for your family, for this world.
choose abundance. Choose abundance. Okay, sweet friends. We also know that what you focus on, you get more of, right? So just, just focus on that gratitude for what is around you right now instead of what is lacking. Okay. I have so much more to say about this, but I promised I would keep it short and sweet. These podcasts will be short and sweet, short-ish and sweet-ish, right? Um, so thoughts about this, tag me. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this in the social videos or send me um, an email at hello at jessicastong.com. I'll see you next week. Thanks, friends. Bye. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.